1: On, on tonight's episode of Confession Session, We've real hard, black, and black
2: the... i not is
1: full of What's that everybody? to and I'm your host, Jean Mosby, and you are listening to the one and only Confession Session! Morning, everybody.
2: I hope everybody is doing good this
1: evening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got so much to talk about. How you doing, Judd?
1: I am doing great. I'm doing great. Um, as you all know, I spoke about it on Thursday. I've been meal prepping this whole week. Yeah. Um, so this would be day six. Um and it is a great experience, a great time. Of course I have like my cravings, like the day I was at work and we have, you know, our employee lounge. Start you know, like, um I don't know. Like, it looks like a school cafeteria, and they give us, like, food or whatever, and it was um, macaroni and fried chicken, which y'all all know is, like, my favorite food, and the macaroni <laughs> just looked so fucking delicious, and the cheese was just, like, <laughs> melting, and um, one of my colleagues was sitting next to me eating it, and I just saw, like, how the cheese was just, like, coming up off of the mac and cheese, and I was just like, oh, I can't do this, so... I just, you know, focused on my phone and just kept scrolling through Instagram and drinking my water, Um, but I'm enjoying doing it. You know, I just feel so, I don't know, energized and at the same time relaxed, and I just have a whole new feeling because I was talking to, before the show today, I was talking to my partner, and it's sad to say, but... I think this is probably the longest I've been in my – since I've been an adult, like, of age to drink where I have not drank, you know. So, um, it's just different. Like, I don't really know what it's like being sober, you know. And it sounds crazy now that I'm saying it and, and like, thinking about it. But I'm enjoying everything, and I – To myself and maybe to like like close people that you know the see everything, and I would think about it to myself. I feel like I was maybe spiraling, you know, out of control. I definitely was able to keep it together, and I would maybe consider myself like a functioning um, alcoholic, but definitely I felt dependent upon it and. Now, even though it is this soon, I just feel so different and I know that I can live my That's life really without awesome. it, you know. I I would think about, am I going to be a boring person and just everything, you know. And I just feel like I'm in just such a good space and I realized, like, you know, I'm the exact same person, you know, just with a little more energy, you know, a psycho that I have not really known myself Except for with a glass of wine in my hand, you guys. But I'm gonna keep pushing through, and I'm not giving up because I know that it's all in my mind now. You know, mm-hmm. I know that it's all in my mind. How about you? Well, how you your weekend?
2: You. I'm proud of you. Uh, it was that's that's absolutely amazing overall, and that's kind of how like me and my husband we felt. Like we used to, you know, be really we heavy you. weed smokers you know we we smoked a lot we i mean i won't say it was like you know a whole block i mean shit the money was <laughs> it was calculating enough and um it was you know it was every last single day you know two three blunts a day to the point where it was like oh my god like we're spending a lot of money like we can't really function without it we always want to smoke like and it's just like no it's that's unhealthy and then he ended up getting this this new job and he knew that he had to take a a test for it and i was just like you know this is this is crazy you know so he ended up going cold turkey so did i and um yeah and and now we're good to go and it's been you know i don't know 5 months now and we do feel like different people now we're not like junk we haven't stopped drinking yet but, <laughs> but um you know we will definitely Soothe our way onto it. And I definitely understand what he means when he states that, you know, he has not, you know, did the whole or been sober for a while because it is difficult. I mean, there are days where I am completely sober. I don't drink every last single day. I'll do like my Bacardi here and there, but still, you know, you need to, you do need to sometimes cleanse your body and, and get yourself out of that, you know, that feeling and that situation. And I'm really, really proud of you for doing that. Overall, my weekend has been very inspiring. Um, Something happened at work last week, Friday, and it was just really irritating and frustrating. And I decided that I was going to go ahead and just look for me a new job because I was just sick of the bullshit that was happening and the prejudice that was going on and just the remarks that had been happening. But I got, you know, some lectures and some speeches that, you know, and different things like that. And so I've decided, okay, uh, let me just see what I can do here. You know, they do pay good money, you know, at the job, but it's just like, oh my God, is it worth the money? Like, oh my goodness, is it worth my sanity? But I feel like long as I start, you know, possibly sticking up for myself, you know, saying was really on my mind versus just shoving off what they said, you know, like I, how I used to do, but in a respectful, you know, appropriate manner in the work environment, then I kept be everything that I plan to be, you know. So I'm gonna stick it out just a little bit longer. This just to see, you know. Hopefully that year mark, and we'll see what happens then. But I'm telling you, if a bitch get in my face tomorrow, it's gonna be a rap. I'm gonna really let them hoes know how the fuck I feel about everything that I'm doing. And if it's not work related, we don't need to be talking about it in a professional manner, bitch. Anyway, so <laughs> we um we just want to thank you all so much for. Our talking to us today and yes our year is coming up next week thursday so guys i hope you guys are tuning in next week thursday to listen to our year our anniversary on confession sessions um i know i'm super excited so, don't forget to uh, like us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and of course, our podcast from Blog Talk. Send those confessions to our messages at confession the number to us at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Now, before we get into these hot topics, Jenna's going to hit y'all with that question of the day. <laughs>
1: app so fucking lean if you have lunch with the opposite sex during work hours or if you're in a homosexual relationship the same sex during work hours and you're in a committed relationship or marriage is that considered cheating if you are if you have lunch with the opposite sex during work hours or if you're gay the same sex um, and you're in a committed relationship mm-hmm. or marriage, is that considered cheating? And let's get into those hot topics. Yes.
2: So, um, guys, apparently, and this is not even something that you guys didn't even know, but Vladimir Putin gave direction to ensue and ensure that Donald Trump won the election. Or at the very least, he wanted to damage Hillary Clinton's um, the election on her end. So, A new report indicated that the Russian President Vladimir Putin personally ordered election hacking to help elect Donald Trump. Mr. Putin's direction involvement in the effort to undermine the U.S. election systems was disclosed to former President Barack Obama in August just a few months before the election. Um, that was a surprise victory for Donald Trump, according to a Washington Post investigation into the Obama administration administration's internal deliberations on how to handle the meddling. The Russian president had ordered the attacks in order to defeat or at least damage Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton at the time to- at the time of the attacks um, and up until voting day last November. Hillary Clinton was seen as the odd or, you know, unfavorable individual to be the next president. Um, Mr. Putin had denied allegations that his government was directly involved in the cyber attacks that led to the massive leaks of emails and data from Democratic, Democratic servers. Instead, he has said that the patriot, patriotic Russian hackers may have been involved, but not members of his government. Overall, it was stated that um, although U.S. intelligence agencies became increasingly um, sure that Russia was actively trying to undermine the 2016 election, the Obama administration worried that acting publicly on the issue in close proximity to the election would give rise to concerns that Obama's team was using the White House and trying to influence to, to try to influence the election and instead of acting against Putin before the election the White House attempted to stop future meddling and to work and work to ensure that the US voting systems weren't systematically impacted or significantly impacted how do you feel about that jen
1: are we surprised We've no. talked about this a million times. I don't know what it's going to be for us to actually spell out that your president, Miss Angel Vondrina, your
2: president,
1: is a traitor. I don't know what else <laughs> needs to be said. Clearly, the Russians were involved. And now that there's proof, it, now it's your president young lady. But now that there's proof whatever,
2: president, young that man. these
1: people are being, I mean, that these people have involved themselves and, you know, personally attacked and influenced our election, it is extremely, extremely, extremely disappointing. But like I said, I'm not surprised. How I, do you feel about it?
2: I feel like I'm not surprised at all. I know what the deal was. We knew what the deal was. I knew what the damn deal was when Hillary consistently pointed out that Donald Trump, hey, just promise that you are in cahoots with the Russians. Just let the U.S. Just let the people know that you aren't, you know, having the Russians or you're not doing this to the Russians. I knew something crazy as fuck was happening when she consistently said that during the election period, when the fucking fly was at the top of her head. I knew something crazy was going on. You know, it was some crazy-ass shit happening. So, I'm not surprised at all. I knew what the deal was. I seen it coming. This is the reason why he won the election. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be serious right now. Let's be serious. We know. We know. So... Whatever. He's here. He's won. Only thing that's left to do now is impeach his bitch ass and keep it moving. So, impeachment I'm here for. us. have because he's not doing anything. And then he got to all the ass he's talking about building a wall again. Bruh. You not even doing your job. Like, shut the fuck up. Get on my nerves. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Just a ridiculous
1: He is going to Continue to Try to influence through his Twitter account and Come up with bullshit and nobody's Listening Now you see like it's quiet like He's not saying anything about Russia at all Nothing about them being involved How crazy this is How illegal this is And they're still continuing to allow that man to do whatever. But, you know, hopefully he will get dealt with soon enough. Um, Holly Berry is putting her Hollywood peers on blast who publicly say they support movements like Black Lives Matter and are sick of the racial unrest in America, but do nothing to spark change. According to Page Six, while speaking at the Cannes Lions Girls' Lounge event, the Oscar-winning actress says she's tired of the complaining. In my world, I get so tired of people complaining about, oh, Black Lives Matter, and they pontificate and pontificate about it. And I say, well, what are you doing about that? It may not seem significant to you, but that's how we start. Have you called your local politicians? Have you written a letter? Speaking on how specifically um, addresses these people, she added when they say they've done nothing, I say, well, don't talk to me because you are part of the problem because you are sitting here spewing negativity and complaining. She ended with these words, I don't have time for people who talk the talk but don't walk the walk. Do you agree with Miss Holly Berry on celebrities? Uh, and- Talking about Black Lives Matter, Miss Angelandrina.
2: Um, in a sense, I feel like, you know, it is frustrating for people to, to be sitting up there and screaming, "Oh, Black Lives Matter," and why aren't these celebrities doing anything? But really, honestly, even though some people may be frustrated with how she worded it, because sometimes it's not about what you say, it's about how you say it. But what the fuck are you doing? Are you out here writing this letter? Are you out there contacting these individual? Because you got the same, you know, you may not have the same, um, how do you say, like influence that maybe Holly Berry has. But, yeah, yo, your letter, and if you and your neighborhood, y'all all got together, and y'all all wrote letters to the government, I'm sure it will make a difference. I'm sure that that impact would be decent, you know what I'm saying? And if you and the neighborhood got together and do the same thing, you know, everybody worked together in the community and get these letters together or contacted these people or reached out in this um in this movement, then it will make a difference. It will make damn near the same amount of difference as if if Holly Berry she came out there by herself and went out there and made that movement alone. So I mean, yes, it's gonna take a group to get that same type of impact. But if you all work together, yes, you guys can make a difference. Now she ain't have to be like, oh don't talk to me, because it's like, bitch, shut up. Like I'm gonna talk to you because why your black ass ain't out there don't the fuck you so if you don't want help you know what I'm saying, but and are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? But anyways, you know, just getting off the subject. Um, but I do understand what she's saying to, to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? But she needs to word what she's saying better because she don't want to get that one two combo. That's all. <laughs> Jen is thinking. <laughs>
1: I agree completely. Um, I get annoyed a little bit when people say this because I've heard the same thing before with people who are not for Black Lives Matter. Like that is the that is the issue, but it, it tends to be people that are not for the not for protecting black youth from police brutality but I've heard of okay so what are you going to do about it I'm tired of hearing people talk about it blah 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 it's so annoying I don't want to talk about it I don't want to think about it like get out my face like that's where it comes from you know so when she's saying that is she doing the same thing like does it make her uncomfortable and she doesn't want to explore that because I've never really heard Holly Berry even though I know she is a black woman or a biracial woman I've never really heard her speak about Black issues. I know that she says that she identifies as a a Black woman, but has she really said anything that was deep? I mean, I'm only 26 years old. Maybe it was before I was born. I mean, she's been out in these streets a long time, but I just think it's just really weird and it's uncomfortable for me to hear someone say something... To me, something like that, it it just seems a little maybe not educated, you know, because it's (laughs) like, what is the the matter with someone tweeting out Black Lives Matter next to an article, a celebrity of why Black Lives Matter or knowing the cause? Like, what is the issue with that? Maybe they should, I agree, they should, you know, focus more on the local levels and, reach out to the local politicians and the aldermans and, you know, the mayors in smaller towns in different counties. And But at the same time, it's like if you have a million followers on Instagram and Twitter, yep. what is the problem with you tweeting an article talking about police brutality?
2: Exactly. Like, I don't exactly. see an
1: issue with that, you know. Just because you want to sit and, you know, only post pictures of your glamorous dresses you know, and the trees in the skies, and you dancing to Solange <laughs> music. You shouldn't be, you know, having an issue with anybody else exactly. wanting to explore that. It's not like that. I mean, I can understand they were coming up to you talking about it, but it's just like you just having an issue with celebrities talking about social issues on social media um, mm, to me is a little weird. Yeah. And I mean, Holly Berry, we all know she's just she's an icon. But I'm getting tired of celebrities and I feel like that I feel like that is all done on purpose. You know, I feel like a lot of times they will ask celebrities who particularly are not involved in talking about the social justices communities question because they know that they're not either educated or they don't care because they are above that. You know, it's a, the it's a whole, the same thing with the, you know, I was listening to the reading. They were talking about Steve Harvey, you know, it's just kind of like him making the jokes about Flint, Michigan. And that's not something that you particularly, you know, have to deal with. It's just like, why, even though I am black, you know, I'm not in Flint. You wow. know, even though I am black, I am rich and cops know who I am when they pull me over. You know, that's all. It's just annoying and a little ignorant. Yeah. You know, I'm it is, disappointed, it is, it is. but I'm not surprised.
2: Right. Exactly.
1: But that's
2: it. I, I'm not surprised either. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> um, So, you guys, we're going to discuss Safari. He actually got jumped by Meek Mills' crew. And this was so horrible to me. So, in a video that made it all the way to social media Friday night, Safari Samuels, which is, Nicki Minaj's ex, um, claimed that Meek Mill's crew attacked him outside of the pre-BEC party at Penthouse in West Hollywood. Now, according to Safari, it was shortly after he saw Meek that he was jumped, and he believes that Meek Mill's entourage is responsible. Now, Safari said in the video, saw Meek, he hopped out, then I got stuck, then I got snuck. Niggas jumped me, a whole bunch of niggas. He clarified that Meek Mills did not directly engage in that attack, but he said, "Meek, you are the biggest pussy on this planet. You saw me, you ain't do shit. You had your niggas jump me one on one. You can't fuck with me, so that's why you had to do that." He said, "You move like a bitch. You act like you so like you're the hardest nigga on the on this planet. You are not hard. You roll twenty niggas deep everywhere because you're scared to death." Safari insinuated that he was not robbed or seriously hurt. He said, "All white, which is what he was wearing. I'm still clean, and I got, I still got all my shit on." He went on to request a face-to-face meetup with Meek Mills, saying, "Meet me anywhere, one-on-one, while you're while you're out here this weekend, being scared because you're still running from the fucking game." He said, referencing that to you know the beast that Meek Mills has with the game. Um, Twitter is going in on Meek Mills. You know, they saying like, Oh, you know where I'm from, you know, people don't jump people, you do one on one. So me Mills is still taking another loss, you know, even though he had his, his guys jump him. And the shit was like seriously crazy. I had to watch the video maybe about six different times to actually see what was going on because originally it looked well, you know what before I tell you my opinion, Jun, I know you got a little bit thinking, but did you see the video? And what was your opinion when you saw the video? I
1: did see the video. Um, when I saw it, the first time I seen it, I was kind of confused because I just saw like two people running, and I knew that you know Meek Mill was linked to it. Like I did see Meek Mill hop out of the car, but as far as um the rest of it, I just saw like two niggas getting like beat the fuck up. One of them running off, another one getting beat the fuck off, and then getting beat the fuck up. And then he's like he ran off too. Um, and then it was like another one that was uploaded, which it was like a closer encounter of everything, Mm -hmm. and um, I did see, and people were, like, disagreeing with the party and they were saying, like, how he worried it was not how how it was, I guess, because he ran, but it's just like, it was. He saw Meek, you know, and then he got jumped. Like, it was pretty, you know, what he said was pretty much what happened. You know, um, Meek Mill hopped out the car, was standing there, and, and, like, a nigga just ran up on him and fired him. You know, it was, like, two two three dudes i would say that was like hitting him and he ran you know which was smart you know (laughs) i I feel like most people should i'm a dumbass motherfucker or in the past i have been so when i've gotten jumped in the past i have fought back no actually it was one time where i didn't i did run
0: but Mm -hmm.
1: um you know there have times i've been jumped and i have fun back um but that's stupid. You know, you have a life to live. It's three, four motherfuckers who are bigger than you at your head who yeah. are trying to appease this rich rapper and just trying to be down with him so they are willing to do whatever. And motherfuckers will kill you, you know. Yeah. Um I think it is whack, but I don't like how, like, people are just making it seem like this shit is, like, impossible. Like, yeah, me, me don't have somebody, um, jump the boy, but it's like Meek Mill's rich. People mm-hmm. are willing to do whatever to be around a motherfucker that, are, like, glowed up, you know? Mm-hmm. Meek Mill is on probation, so clearly in the video, he could be like, I don't know these niggas, you know, they just yeah. wanted to be down, they went and beat him up. All I was doing was just standing there, mm-hmm. you know? Um, honestly, I don't think that Meek Mill can fight, but I mean, who really knows? The whole situation was whack. In a one on one, I do feel like Safari would give him the business, but that is not going to happen. You know, now I'm sure Safari is going to be security guard the fuck up. I would. Yeah, I agree.
2: I agree. But I'm not and... surprised
1: by everything. It is whack though that, you know, Safari got snuff like that because to me, he seems like a good dude. He really does seem like a good guy. And it's like yeah. the game clearly wants it. And it's like nigga, you're not doing anything. Like and you're in the game's town and they shit still going down. And a nigga still coming at you like you're a pussy and you beating up this man. Like, that shit is fucking whack. The whole situation was whack. It was an L. It was an LL. Um, Absolutely. You know, I don't have an issue with Safari. I mean, he got jumped. I mean, that's normal that he ran. I feel like you should fucking run, like I said before. And Meek, you had your goons beat up somebody and you still took the L. Like, that sucks. (laughs) Like, you stay losing. You just need to go in, like, a room... And just think about life and maybe have someone, you know, go grocery shopping for you and, you know, you not leave this room unless you need to bathe, you know, invite bitches to the room to kick it with you and just, <laughs> you know, think about what you need to do because clearly the moves that you're making are not working. Like you continue to look lame, you know, mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. come on. How do you feel, Miss Angel Vandrina?
2: I feel like that was so whack. Like I said, I had to watch this like six times in order to see, in order to like see what really happened. So when I saw it the first time, I thought that Safari just jumped up and like just, he seen Meek Mills come out the car and he just started running immediately. I'm like, why is he running like that? Like, that is so weak. But then, like, after like the second or third time I seen the video, I noticed that. They had the camera on Meek Mills, but some dude ran up behind him and punched him. And when they do, and when the dude ran up behind him and grabbed his shirt and punched him or whatever, then he, like, was like, oh, shit. Like, he started running after that. And then, like, two more other dudes came after him. And then um, he, he, you know what I'm saying, nigga trying to fight him. Uh, they got his friend or whoever on the ground. they punching him because his friend came to try and defend Safari. Then uh he got, ended up getting beat up. And one dude grabbed him, tossed him on the ground. And next thing you know, it's four niggas jumping him. And, you know, I'm like, whoa. Like, people are making it seem like Safari just sat up there and ran from Meek Mills. and But that shit is not true. Like, Safari really got jumped. Like, it was four niggas. At that, at that, at over there trying to defend Meek Mills. Oh, lame ass. So like, no, that's, no, that's not what happened. People need to stop, like, making, you know, things seem as if they're, they're, what they are, is what they, you know, what they're not. Like, this shit was crazy. I was really upset after I seen it. And, like, I was, like, you know, I showed my husband. He was, like, uh, I showed my husband some of the memes and stuff when they had, like, Meek Mills, like, in safari on the ground. Like, bro, that shit not even funny because this is not what happened. Meek Mills is, at the end of the day, the punk. Like, you a, you a bitch. Like, you sat up there and had four of your dudes fight him. And then they, like, really, like, sneaked up on him. Like, how the hell Meek Mills get up out the car and one of the dudes is punching punching Meek Mills, I mean, punching Safari in the back of his head already. Like, what the hell is happening? You know, I know he was probably caught off guard. Like, oh, shit, like, who's hitting me? Oh, there's Meek Mills. Like, what's going on? Like, he probably put all that shit together and was like, bruh, Something is happening. <laughs> Let me get the hell out of this situation. And he was smart. He definitely should have ran. I'm up like Ashlyn, been gone. goodbye. Like, I ain't got time for that shit. So, uh, he was really put in a bad predicament. But I'm glad he was okay. You know, he checked his chain. He checked to see if he had his chain on, too. That was funny to me. But, yeah, the chain wasn't snatched. He was good to go. And it was just a really bad situation. But... Moving on, we're going to talk about
1: I agree.
2: Easy, breezy, beautiful thugger girl. (laughs) Which is horrible. Absolutely horrible. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Nigga straight Nigga straight did the um, I'm still pretty when uh, Chrissy got beat the fuck up. I mean not Chrissy, but right, what the girl, right, right. Um, Jerelle Santana, um, baby mama, like when she got beat up and yeah, you know when she's mama. in the bathroom like trying to fix herself together, okay. like that's what the fire <laughs> was doing. He was like, niggas still pretty. Like let's just keep moving <laughs> on and live our lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Young Thug released a video snippet for his Easy Breezy Beautiful Thugger Girls album this week, and the title is A Play on the Easy Breezy Breezy, Beautiful Cover Girl. Many reviews have described the video as disturbing. In a nutshell, the clip depicts some type of crew initiation. A woman is shown leaving the gym only to be assaulted by three masked women who later take her bruised and unconscious body to a home and duct tape her. Uh, CoverGirl caught wind of Thug's project and denounced any ties to it. CoverGirl was not contacted by Young Thug or any parties regarding his original album title. They said in a statement, the album is not aligned with our values at CoverGirl. Violence and abuse are unacceptable behaviors. We do not support the use or association of an, of our iconic slogan, Easy Breezy Beautiful Cover Girl with Young Thugs video album or promotional materials. I didn't watch the video. Um, it was a little disturbing as far as what, the video. What? I think the slogan, like Kim saying, Easy Breezy Beautiful Thugger Girls, you know, I thought it was like a cute concept. I thought it was clearly a play on words. Um, but immediately... When I heard about everything, it was, to me, a lawsuit rang bells in my mind, Mike, and I do think that Young Thug is a creative, and, you know, he does think outside of the box, and... He's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. And that's what I do respect about him. I respect the fact to be an individual and, you know, a content creator that thinks for himself, like, okay, what am I going to do to shock? But at the same time, like, I want to talk about this and I'm going to do me regardless. Like, I'm going to continue to do what the fuck I want. But I knew that a lawsuit was coming. And you don't want them problems from CoverGirl. This is like a billion, billion, billion dollars you know, corporation, so I'm glad that he did switch the album title to Thugger Girls, or uh, Beautiful Thugger Girls, but as far as, you know, them seeing the, um, it was like the initials of the slogan was like stitched into like a girl's hat, you know, and I think it was like somewhere else in the video, so, I mean, he still may have an issue, I hope they let it go, because clearly Young Thug is not on the level of a cover girl so I don't even think it's a problem people are not associating the two um, if they want to be petty he's going to get sued but I don't think it's that big of a deal you know did you watch the video you no no I didn't about... have the opportunity to watch the video yeah, or anything yeah. like
2: that but um, but wow that that that's going to be interesting I cannot wait to go ahead and take a look at the video and see what in the hell you are talking about, because it sounds, it sounds funny to me, but you said it was disturbing, and so I kind of want to know, like, what do you mean when you say disturbing, so I'm going to have to go ahead and really take a look at the video and see what Easy Breezy Beautiful Thugger Girl is all about, but, you know, come on, let's be serious, like, is copper Girl really going to sue young thug, like, the dude who sucks on little Uzi Vert's chains, like, are you kidding me? Like, let's be serious. Like, there's no need all of that. Let's just keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? And get past this. And hopefully, young thug, he learns from this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because people, they will come out here and sue your ass, like for the littlest stuff. So he needs to get it together before he really get his get sold out here. Ain't nobody playing. You know, so hopefully he takes this as a lesson and keep it moving. Other than that, I ain't got much else to say about it, but I can't wait to see the video on what you talking about. So, yeah. Well, um, so Mariah Carey, she is allegedly a real true life diva. Um, Will Farrell had put Mariah Carey on blast after she showed up four hours late to a movie set. Now, for many, many, many years, there has been an abundance of rumors regarding Mariah Carey diva antics. Um, you know, it looks like Will Farrell, he had no problem confirming these rumors after experiencing after experiencing them on set of his upcoming movie, The House. During a late night visit with Seth Meyers, or Meyers, yeah, Meyers, I think it is, um, Will revealed that ever after arriving almost four hours late, then Mariah Carey began making crazy demands and even changes to the movie. Um, there were suggestions from Carey that were that were not executed. He said, she was on all set and yet things happened and didn't happen. The actor continued. He said, let's just put it this way. At about midnight, I got a knock on my trailer that said, you can just go home. We're not going to get to you. Barrowtail tells Seth Meyers, or Myers, excuse me, um, but we are still filming. Um, so in other words, Mariah Carey, she had been fired <laughs> from playing in this movie because she was making really crazy demands and she was just doing the most. Now, Cedric Yarwall he also um, added to what happened with Mariah Carey. He wrote on his, it looks like his Twitter or maybe his Facebook, he said, hey team, this is going to be a long one, so bear with me. Okay, since Will Theroux is talking, I'm going to Yeah, a real funny cameo was supposed to happen in this new film, Hashtag The House, with Superstar Mariah Carey, but it was ruined by Superstar Mariah Carey. The film takes place in a suburban home, but it was made into a casino. Why not have Mariah Carey be an act in a casino? Funny ideas. It's rumored that she eventually showed us to the set. This is true, but after waiting for her three to four hours, while we waited, and while we waited, and the director and team had the idea of doing a stunt that Mariah Carey double um, body double would do now, um, and pretty much, you know, it would be everything to match Mariah Carey. However, she stated that there is no way that she would do anything like that. But in her voice, darling, I would never do it that way. And he heard her say that in that exact word. Now, she also requested a large fan, so her hair would blow around and the camera. And, you know, just a whole bunch of stupid shit. And so after, you know, doing the shoot and all of that, they just decided, you know, we're not going to use you. You are very unprofessional. The director tried to do everything that they could do. To, you know, make sure that she was taken care of respectfully, they was courteous, they did what they had been doing. She was just being real spank. Um, so overall she was because she was too damn unprofessional, she would not be in this movie. Like, girl, what is you doing? How did you feel about that, Jen? I know it was crazy. Crazy and deranged. And
1: unacceptable, too. That is so psycho. Um, I am not surprised at all. I'm not surprised at all. Uh, Clearly, Mariah Carey has fell off. You know, even though she will always be an icon, uh, but truly she needs to quit. Um, (laughs) I feel like she's at the point where in her career, it's like no matter... What she does, she will always get paid, she will always get booked, but it's just like, after a while, you know, the real heavy hitters, and, you know, they're not gonna fuck with you. Even though she has a lot of money, she don't need to work, she's worth like $500 million. but it's, it's really ridiculous. It's like, she needs to chill. Um, more um,
2: in I do agree, been- I think
1: that they should have fired her, um professionalism is key. It's just like, girl, we're superstars too. We are not working around you and what you're feeling like. You are just doing a cameo. This is a day. Like, I can understand being an hour late, be stuck in traffic, but it's like three to four hours. That is just disrespectful. And it's like, what do you want us to do? Sit around and wait for you until you're ready and keep blowing up your phone? I don't care who you are. Respect is respect and clearly by right. you not being available when I need you to be available at the time that we agreed upon, you don't care. you know. And I'm not saying I'm one of those people to where I'm on time for everything because I'm always late, but I ain't that fucking late. I'm like <laughs> 20, 20 minutes, 25. But it's like four hours, unless you're going to a damn party. And I would say four hours is pushing it. If you're going to a party an hour and a half late is normal, but it's like four hours, that would piss me the fuck off. So I'm not surprised they let her ass go. How do you feel? Yeah.
2: Would you still work
1: with Miss Mariah Carey after the fact?
2: She should have been let go a long time ago. I de- And you know what, it's so crazy because I remember Mariah Carey being in another film and when I heard the whole, oh, I want a large fan so my hair can be blowing. I was thinking like, damn, I'm Like, did she request a large fan in that other movie so her hair can be blowing? Because her hair was all blowing and shit in the movie. Now, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was supposed to be, like, another funny movie. And, you know, I'm like, what? Is, bitch, are you trying to look like the same person that you was looking like in the other movie that you think you look good with your hair blowing and all of that stuff? So, you trying... Like, these are not the same movies. You can't just be sitting up there making demands and changes to the movies as if you own and then running the place. Like, no, bitch. Get it together. Like, you are a legend, however you are, you need to follow directions, you know, these people, they have direct procedures and directions that they need you to follow, and you're being, you know, insouciant about them, you do not care, you, it's just like, whatever, you know, and that's unacceptable, so I'm glad that, you know, that they fired the bitch, because she needs to get it together, and I don't like women like that, get it together, Mariah, Get it together. (laughs) So, yeah, we are going to move into the final, the last and final topic this evening, which has to do with Chad Johnson. Being the typical African American stereotype. Abraham, her
1: dad daughter, Michael Abraham, and her mother Deborah Danielson wrapped up their stay in marriage boot camp last night, and Farah took to Instagram to share her thoughts on the finale and her time in the house with enablers, meth whores, and a stereotypical. As is often, as is often, it is best to let Farah speak for herself. She is. So stupid. So fucking stupid. The irony of tonight's um at We TV she tweets or Instagrams, A season Finale shows you what's wrong with American family society. Mentors, Kendra, alcoholism and attacks, Paula, enables every family member on the property but myself, the stereotypical African American Chad Johnson, and the mother who is always out to be against her daughter Deborah. Um Well, she's quoting Deborah. Um, I can control myself. I'm happy. I don't need to be shamed by what's wrong with our world, and I rise above the mediocrity. The mediocrity, sorry, and hate crimes in this house. I'm very proud of this eye-opening and much-needed show by WeTV, Family Bootcamp. Cheers to one hysterical season finale and changing social issues one at a time. In case you missed it, Farrah got into a bit of hot water after calling chat. Ocho Cinco Johnson's mother, Paula Johnson, a, a disgusting black piece of shit. The comment mm-hmm. was perceived as racist by many viewers, but Farrah was unfazed. She took the to Instagram and turned the racist tables on Paula. Paula, realize you're not going to treat people badly, attack people, provoke, be racist, and be an alcoholic. Wrong is wrong. See ya. Bye, Felicia. With an American flag. What a bitch. What a cunt. Unfortunately for Farah, she herself has made the connection between derogatory poop color comments and being racist. why six years ago, back in 2011, Farah responded to the announcement that Kourtney Kardashian was pregnant again with Scott Disick's child, despite the two not being married, by tweeting that she was shocked and adding, Did she not learn anything from Teen Mom? Courtney clapped back at Farrah by tweeting, "Why would I have anything to do with Team Mom? I'm 32 years t- I'm 32 years old. I may look young, honey, but don't get it twisted." And she's fucking rich, not like your fucking trashy, poor ass bitch. Um, after Courtney's response, Scott Disick chimed in by calling up uh, by calling Fair a fucking moron, a uh, Courtney. Um, was stunned that Scott Disick knew of Farrah. I don't even know who this person is. How do you, she asked, Scott. I just thought she was some shit stain on Twitter. No, <laughs> was Scott's reply. Fair responded by uh, she responded to Scott Disick's comment by calling him a loser before asking the question, is shit stain racist for black? Uh, getting back to Fair marriage boot camp, the teen mom OG star has some other memorable moments interacting with Paula Johnson. Um, from the Ashley's recap, it says, Trash like Paula needs to go to jail and needs to get the shit beat out of her. Fair tells her co-stars right in front of Paula. This little bitch again. I will fuck you up. I dare you to rise. Rise to the occasion, puffy-faced bitch, Paula replied before calling Fair trailer park trash. Farah then morphed into her backdoor teen mom adult film star, alter ego telling Paula, When I fuck your son, I'll take you a picture. She is seriously gross. Wow. Seriously gross. And racist. How do you feel, Miss Angel Wandrina? This is
2: horrible. This is absolutely horrible, like, why are they, what is the problem? Why are you guys even, what is the real, they need to figure out what the real source of the issue is, because this shit is stupid. I mean, I know all of this can't be about Chad Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what is the real issue in this situation here? This is making me, like, yeah, feel horrible. Um, that is crazy. Overall, that is some crazy shit, and I'm just like, what is going on here? So this is yeah. <laughs> Only thing I can really say is this is crazy. Um, that so was this like a video? Did you see like? Cause I don't, I don't, I haven't watched this, and I don't even know like what actually went on in this conversation or what actually happened. So I'm gonna have to see what's going on because it's like, dang, like they really got down to the nitty gritty as to what was popping off, you know. I don't know. That They crazy, though. What was your opinion on this whole situation? And why do you think that this, you know, this actually happened? Like, because, like I said, it can't really be about Chad Johnson. So what was the whole meaning behind what happened with these women and why they all acting crazy? I mean, obviously it has to do with the racism shit, but, like, wow, what is going on here? Oh, my goodness. Just awful
1: just seriously awful. Ugh. I don't watch the show. Um obviously it's family boot camp. I don't really know what's going on um with the whole situation, but it is really gross. like you said it is so fucking gross like the whole show i just i can't i can't um especially from for like her clearly being like this racist you know spewing all this negativity to me and like how people continue to watch her talk all this bullshit is like dumb like Mm -hmm. um I have not watched the show at all, clearly. I didn't watch Team Mom either. Like, I, I can't fuck with none of that. Like, Me I can't fuck with any of you know, the fucking, full of fuck with niggity. Shout out to For It's Rocks. <laughs> um, but when it gets that bad, like, I like reality shows like Atlanta Housewives and Love and Hip Hop because nigga, we know it's not real. But it's like shit like this, like, come on. Like, you're doing the most For what? For what? And it's just like, I really have wished that Chad Johnson's mom would have beat the shit out of her. Like, I really do wish that she would have got the fuck because she clearly, she just has so much mouth and no bite. Like, being from Iowa, I guess they don't got shit up to do what talk shit, you know? (laughs) And be mad at the world. And then the fact that, like, in the Instagram post, like, she put the America sign, like, you fucking racist, bitch. And trying to tan yourself to have like, dark skin, like, you're fraud and you're horrible. Michael, and you fucking suck dick <laughs> and let it get online. Like, like you made a porn video. You're a porn star. Like, you're fucking disgusting. And you probably broke now. Like, you probably spent all that fucking money, dumbass bitch. Like, I can't deal with people like that. Like her. No, I understand. 100%. She just, you know, overall, like you said, she seems like
2: a racist. So it's like, Girl, I, know I got time for that, so guys, going into our question of the day um if you have lunch with the opposite sex during work hours and you're you're in a committed relationship you know or marriage, is that considered cheating or you know if you have sex with the same sex if you're in a same sex relationship um and you have lunch with you know the you know you know y'all know what I'm talking about you have sex with somebody who you shouldn't i mean. <laughs> if you have lunch with somebody you shouldn't be having lunch with of a specific gender, you know, is that cheating if you're in a committed relationship or marriage? Are you cheating or not? Just let me know. Uh, Do you think you're cheating or not?
1: (laughs) Um, I do think that it would be considered cheating. Um, I mean, no, let me explain. It's different. Like, you um, are clearly attracted to this person. If you're not inviting people to the um, lunch with y'all, this is like a several times on uh, on occasion. If it's very like romantical, doing like work hours. Um, if you know it's inappropriate. If you have not mentioned this person to your spouse, to me, it's cheating. You know, um, if it's, if, you know, it's slowly building up into something like, you know, y'all not going to exchange numbers or none of that, um, just yet, but you know that it's going to a route of it being that you are going to deal with this person in a way that is not healthy for your relationship, then that is cheating, um, I just know I wouldn't be comfortable if I found some shit out like that about my significant other. You know, if you would not, to me, I look at cheating as if you would not be comfortable if your significant other did the same thing to me. That's cheating. How do you feel? You feel
2: that you yeah. cheating? Um, yeah. Okay, so I thought about this question because one of my bitch ass, whole ass coworkers she, um, we, this chick, she was leaving work Friday and she was just like, you guys, you know, it's my last day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, we're ordering food and we're going on to eat. So I just wanted to know who's all coming to this and that, that and other. And so they had asked her whole ass and she was like, no, I have prayer engagements. And so, um, around 1230, I see her and this dude at the job coming back from eating lunch together. And I was like, hmm okay. that's interesting and i went downstairs because i was talking to somebody on my phone so i seen them coming in together and i was like what the hell is happening here but um you know but the reason why i thought it was suspicious is because he always comes over there by her talking he always talks about how pretty her smile is and how he loves the way she smiles her the way her her mouth turns on the corner oh, i love when you do that and i remember one day like, looking at him, like, Whoa, what the fuck? Like, get away. Like, why? she has a whole husband at the house, too. And you live with your mom. Like, shut up. You know what I'm saying? And, like, he come over there every day looking for her. Like, and I just be like, what is going on? So, I don't know. Maybe she's unhappy in her marriage because she be fucking with everybody there. And she, like, 47. And she ugly as a bitch. And she look like she's stank. So, I just be like, girl, like, what are you doing? Like, why is, oh. you why is she like, Anyways, in my opinion, yes. I feel like it's not, you know, right. If you want, like you said, if you're going out and you're going out on a lunch, you know, date, and you don't tell your man about it, then you should, or your woman about it, or whoever the hell you with about it, you damn sure, you right. shouldn't be doing it. You know, you definitely shouldn't be doing it. You should be doing what the fuck you supposed to be doing. And if they end up finding out, don't sit up there and lie Like, I want to, I want to set the bitch up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to do that, but I want to because I don't like her. I don't like the
1: bitch. <laughs> but you um, set her up. I would say <laughs>
2: straight by on her husband up. <laughs> well well this way, you
1: know, I work with Colleen and she be losing. I see her every <laughs> fucking lunch break. Right, talking about she's something like I got some primary Girl, Do You know Greg, have you ever met Greg before? Has she mentioned Greg to you? Right.
2: Don't let, let us have a
1: company picnic.
2: I'm like, yeah, like the one time when you went out with what's his name? Well, you go out with him often on your lunch break, but so not way. What do you mean she go out with him often? Oh, you know, she always had prior engagements. <laughs> but um, no, that would be that. That's crazy. I don't know. I just feel like yeah, that is. I don't. I wouldn't call it like cheating, but it's definitely something that you shouldn't be doing, especially when you out there and you getting to know other people and stuff like that. It's like, what what's happening? You know, you guys gazing in each other's eyes, looking at each other across from the table, ugly as fuck, old as a bitch, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, anyways, you guys, we're going to go ahead and take a call. Do you think that it's cheating? Do you think that it's cheating? We have a caller from a 1414 area code, last four digits of the number, is 1815. You're on the air. Hello?
1: Hey, hey, how y'all doing?
2: We doing
1: good. So is it cheating if you have lunch with the opposite sex during work hours? Um, yes it is. If 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 you're a significant other do not know about this and um it does nothing it has nothing to do with the job, yes, it's cheating. It's cheating. Straight <laughs> out, no questions, no guessing, nothing is cheating. Straight <laughs> out.
2: Okay. No, it's cheating. It's <laughs> I
1: know that's that's right. all I gotta say about
2: that. Okay. But thank you for calling in. You're welcome. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. It's definitely cheating. So you, if y'all don't know, our one year anniversary is coming up, and it's coming up in just a few days on Thursday. So we are we supposed to have a surprise for y'all, okay? Coming through, letting y'all know what the dealio is. We'll let y'all know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday. But we're really excited. And before we end the show, Jen, is there anything that you'd like to say to our peeps, our listeners?
1: Yes. So my confession this week, because you all know that, you know, before I was trying to do like the weigh-ins, I'm going to do the weigh-ins again. Um, Now that I'm actually doing what the fuck I need to be doing. (laughs) I, I, I started off this process, I was 290, Um, It's been six days. Now I'm 278, so I've lost a total of 12 pounds. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm struggling a little bit to continue to, you know, do right, eat right, try to be healthy and work out. But, you know, I'm going to keep pushing. It's going to work out. But, yeah, first weigh in.
2: Congratulations.
1: 278, y'all.
2: Congratulations. If I lost 12 pounds, I think I feel real good. I think I feel real good instead of then gain 25,000 pounds, you know. So it's been pretty bad. It's been pretty bad. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have a confession this evening. Well, I guess my confession is I'm going to try to go into my place of employment with a new attitude tomorrow. Um, I'm going to try not to take well, I'm not going to take anything personal. I'm going to do my work, and I'm going to ignore anything else. Uh, I'm just going to ignore anything else because I don't have time. If it's not work-related, I don't want to hear about it, and I don't want to talk about it, period. So I'm going into work with a new attitude to try to keep my sanity and to, you know, make myself happy. I don't know. We'll just see what happens. I'll let y'all know how this new angel is going to be Thursday, on our anniversary. So, Jen, is there anything else that you would like to say before we end the show this evening?
1: No, ma'am. One year next week. Woo! One
2: year, y'all, next week. I'm super-duper excited. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in this evening. You guys already know that you can check us out on LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr, Tumblr, and of course, our soundcast from uh, our blog talk sh- radio show, um, podcast from blog talking. You guys can always email us at confession, the number two, us at com. This is your host Angel Vondrina, and I'm your host,
1: Mosby, And you are listening to the one and only Confession.
2: confession.
1: Section. Section. <laughs> My voice echoes Y'all <laughs> So we can listen to, I mean, I listen to, so we can watch BET Awards, and we definitely be talking about that on Thursday. Y'all have a good night. Good
2: night. Bye. Bye, monkey.
1: Who gonna fuck up?